If there's one thing I can't stand, it's noise. I can't stand noise. Remember that? I can't stand noise. It's an old cartoon. Yeah. I liked Fork. Forkhorn Leghorn was like just a metaphor for a, an old racist southern white guy, right? Yeah. I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say. He's everybody's grandpappy. <laughs> Not mine. Grandpappy? Well, I, te- I, 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 I said these blacks. Yeah, right? That's what he, That's what Foghorn Leghorn should have been talking that's about. That's what he definitely should have been talking about. <laughs> All these fucking blacks. Oh, I'll say, I'll say the blacks are ruining everything. I, I, I say it. I say it. <laughs> um... What do you got? Yo, dog. Check it out. Check it out, dog. Um, dog. I'm saying. Dog. I'm saying. Um, I will be at Helium in Portland, Oregon, February sixth. February sixth through the eighth. I'm very excited to go to Portland. I hope you guys come out and see your filthy, dirty jeans. Um, then. February 13 through 16, I'm at the Chicago Improv in Schaumburg with my main mommy, Christina Wait a P. Was that an admission? Mm, maybe. No. Uh, no, of course not. But I love you, and I will be celebrating Valentine's Day there. <laughs> what are we going to do for Valentine's? It's a very rare time when we're together on the road. We don't get to do that very often, to do stand-up together. Have you? Um, but have you taken the effort to buy me very expensive gifts to show your love? I have spent everything I've <laughs> saved over the years for this one Good. day. I want you to take out your savings to buy me stuff. I absolutely will. Um, then, my dirtiest little jeans... I'm going to Tacoma, the Tacoma Comedy Club. Um, ooh, right before that, actually, I just added, just added, hot off the press. I'm going to Raleigh, North Carolina, Charlie Goodnights. Been trying to go to North Kakalaka for a while now, so I'm they, coming. They don't like it when you call it that. I went to school in Kakalaka. I know exactly what nobody call calls it. it that. Nobody likes that. Nobody Do you hear me, that. Raleigh? Raleigh, you better fucking come out and support the God. Um, Jeez. And I also added San Antonio. Not with that bad so, attitude. Of course, you guys, I, I assume, are very ready and aroused for the mommies to come to Brooklyn, New York. Um, we announced that March 13th and 14th. We're doing the podcast live and we're doing a stand up show in Brooklyn. One night at uh, the Bell House, one night at the Knitting Factory. We're very Do excited. you realize how amazing that is? A Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Williamsburg, we're coming, to, guys. This is crazy. Uh, please come to both nights if you can, because it's going to be a fantastic yes. show. Uh, just do it. Just come see your moms. When do we ever come to New York? Like never. True. Is that it? I mean, I, I figured I went into March. That was pretty far. All right. Uh, so this week, guess what? Or add Columbus too. We should tell them that's oh, up. Oh shit! But Columbus Biscuits. will be up soon. That'll be up. Columbus, Ohio, yeah. uh, the Woodlands Tavern on the what day? Fifteenth. The fifteenth. It's yeah. going to be at. Um, uh, it's going to be the live podcast. That's exciting. Yeah. Any hoodles? Back to my story. God. Yep. yep. January 29th through February first. That is uh, right now. I'm flying to Kansas City at the Kansas City Improv. You guys. Then with my husband in Chicago the following week. And then February twentieth through twenty third, I'm in Orlando. At the Orlando Improves. 
And then February 27th through March 2nd, San Jose Improv as well. And uh, Saturday shows, I will be taping, like videotaping. So come out and help me if you want to support your mommy. Come those nights. That night, sorry, Saturday. And then um, at Christina P, at Tom Segura, always follow us, please, please. I think that's all. That's, that's is all? That the announcements? That's all? Hey, guys, thank you for um, watching on Laughster. It was a huge success. We had so many people watching from all over the world, and we couldn't be happier. And thank you to everybody who came out to the Ice House. It was a stunning, 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 so much fun. Yes. And so we're going to be releasing that soon as a a bonus episode. And it is, (laughs) my opinion, probably one of the most fun live shows uh, we've done. Yeah. I had so much fun in that room. The, the energy was so we, good. Um, by the way, a little statistic. We had over 10 times the amount of people joined us uh, on Laughster this time over last time. 10, over of 10 course, times. yeah. Um, so we really appreciate that. We had not as many as 10 times at our show at Flappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but I want to tell you this. Everybody that came to that show who was like, where is everybody? <laughs> Um, we we love you for coming to that show. That you saw a ridiculous lineup. You saw Matt Bronger, Ian Bag, Ryan Sickler, Christina, and myself in one show on a Thursday in Burbank. Yeah, and there was a guy uh, sitting in the front row with wonky eyes that Ian Bag kept pointing out had hysterical. Wonky eyes. It was like the funnest thing ever. And then I assumed because it was a small audience that everybody there was a listener. And then that 15-year-old kid, I was like, so you love the show? And he's like, what show? I was like, uh, our podcast? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, great. Okay, so you've, all right, perfect. It was a 15-year-old with his uh, mom. Like, how lame are you to be going to a stand-up club with your mom at 15? Hello. I know. You should be out, uh, you know, banging hoes and doing blow at that age. You should be out fucking murdering the puss, right, Tom? Murder, murder. Hmm. hmm. What a nerd alert. <laughs> nerd alert. <laughs> Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> uh, check it out, God. Check it out, dog. Check it out, yo. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Let's start the show. Okay. Well, this is Brace, and I've been cooking puss, I guess if that's the word, for since like the mid-70s, as soon as I could start cooking. Because back then, it was like the good feeling before you could actually cook. So now that I became an expert at cooking, it's been going on for so long, I can't even remember, because it's a fucking blur. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. (laughs) 
worse than our ears, or is that how it You know, I always like watching you play the drums to that song. You look like you're really a professional. You look like that guy in Def Leppard who only has one arm, but he plays like he has two. Um, that's true. He he has one fucking arm. How do you get to be a one arm drummer? It's a pretty miraculous thing. It's uh, you have to sign up for it. You got to go to one arm class. It's right, a big deal. Right. Um, look, it's bold. A bunch of you. Uh, participated in our Super Mommy bonus reach out program. Participated. Uh, through laughter. Smartificated. Um, so the people that did the extra jeansy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> extra jeansy, pleasey. You're going to get your shout out on another episode because you're also getting the poster and you will get. Um, Christina's new album, which is coming out. Uh, Man of the Year, almost ready. Man of the Year is almost ready. Um, You will get an autographed uh, signing, signed version of that. Um, Oh, you're gonna get all. You're gonna get my love on there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kiss every single one with my affection for you. So your shout out comes a little later. To everybody that just uh, did the shout out, and we really appreciate you doing this. You're gonna get your shout out right, fucking. Now, people changes. Here we go. Um, this reminds me of Romper Room when she would look through her magic wand at the end of the episode and go, I see Kara and Tommy and Billy and Rick and Steve. And she never said Christina. Oh, that dumb bitch never said Christina. Fuck that bitch, man. Fuck her. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what I felt like saying. Um, so, shout out number one. Go ahead. Goes to Matthew. Hey. McTrickerton Edgley. Hi. Hi, Matthew. Thank you. You're like a son of me, man. <laughs> very, very in love with you, Matthew. I think the squirrel girl um, showed you her love and asked this to happen for you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm deciphering from this document I was sent. The squirrel girl. The squirrel girl loves Matthew McTrickerton Edgley. You're like a son of me, man. That's what I see. That's sweet. That's what she says to him? That's what she says. Hmm. Uh, then there's a big shout out for Mr. Dan Catrone. Oh, ass nigga! Very, very proud of you, Dan. Thank you. Shout out to Dan Catrone. We love you, and we appreciate your support. I appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. That's how Next, Jay-Z says appreciate. Yeah, appreciate. He goes, I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. And he goes, man. H to the Izzo, and that song. Yeah. You could, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's right. That is exactly mm. what he says. Uh, next is Valerie Maloof. Shout out to Valerie okay. Maloof. What's up, Valerie? Crying, motherfucker. <laughs> we love you, Valerie. Okay, Valerie. You get your shout out, you girl. Got, you got your shout, girl. Okay. All right. <laughs> I see what you're doing, Valerie Maloof. Uh, another shout out uh, is going to the great hmm. John Clender. It's your last rendezvous. What's up, John? It's your final appearance, John. It's your last rendezvous. 
John Clender. Um, the rest of you, holy shit. Johnny. A lot of you signed up for the other uh, Jeansy version of this. <gasps> That's exciting. So there are many more shout outs to come, but we're going to split those up um, so that this is not just a fucking, you know, drive time hip hop show <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy T-Rain I <laughs> yeah, um, love doing that stuff shout out to uh, uh, to Buck Buck and yeah. fucking C-Bop yeah. that's so funny people call the radio station just to say hi to their friends huh shout out to Circle Wang <laughs> shout out to Rain shout out to my dog Kuko uh, um, again Matthew Dan Valerie John we love you Squirrel Girl. Thanks, guys. Shout out to you guys. Thank that you was for massive. Supporting. Lobster was a huge success. I think that uh, that I, I so want to continue doing more of that. I yeah. just love the idea of like everybody being able to watch. Yeah, and, cool. and you know, to those of you that missed it, man, that was it. <laughs> you should cry, motherfucker, on you that shit. Yeah, you fucking cry, motherfucker. Cry, motherfucker. You should have mm. fucking logged on for free, bitch. Wow. Somebody still has a little bit of um, Jesse. Pinkman and him. Bitch. Bitch. That's what Jesse bitch. Pinkman always talks about. He's like, right? bitch. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. Bitch. You're my bitch, bitch. What's up now, bitch? Bitch. <sighs> bitch. I feel like uh, Jesse Pinkman's always out of breath. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> totally is out of breath all the time. Wow, because he's all, he's all methed out. <sighs> <laughs> And he cries a lot too. He does. I mean, look, that's what happens when you're on the meth roller coaster, though. You're up, you're down, you're all around, you're cooking it, you're snorting it, mm. having people over at your house, disrespecting no. your house, my fucking house, spray man. painting on them walls and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm my, my motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so stupid. This is stupid. Um, so yeah, that was an old. I've I realized that we had brace say cooking the puss a long yes, time ago. Yeah, I saw it. Um, this the file sitting there. I was like, oh, I'll use that today. Well, apparently, excited. Gigolos is restarting. Yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. Can't wait for Gigolos. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I love Gigolos. No, I wonder what's new with these guys. I don't. I don't have mm, any information. More yet. hoeing. <laughs> Just loving the hoes. I like so that they're unreal. they're fucking hoes, you know. Yeah, it's hoes. <laughs> hey, this is Brace from Showtime's Gigolos, and you know what? I can wear my jeans as high and as tight as I want to. <laughs> and if you don't like that, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love shit. him. I, love I miss it. him. We gotta call oh, him we gotta again. We have to see what's on. up with Brace. Yeah. I know. God, Vegas um, is such a scumbag town, too. Oh. It's a great town. Mm. It's just full of wholesome people. That's really a place you can go fall off. If you're really ready to fucking dive into to your vices, it yeah. really is. It's the reason it's Sin City, man. Like, that's gambling. Debauchery. Debauchery, getting fucked Hookering. up. Yeah. Sex, everything. It's all there. It's probably the most unhealthy city. Even doing stand up there for a week, it's like you, you come fall back. Apart. Yeah. yeah, you're just you're bonkers. It's and especially that most people don't know this, but in Vegas, they usually actually book you for a full week. <laughs> they want you to do show because you know, Vegas mm-hmm. never stops. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we want you Monday through Sunday. You're like, What? 
<laughs> that doesn't sound right. It's a long week, son. Yeah. No, I haven't been back there in a couple of years now for shows. They offered me Vegas over Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And they're like, so here's the deal. It's Monday through Monday. And you do like two shows a night, three on Thanksgiving. And you're like, what? What? That sounds like the worst experience of oh my, my life. And I was going to go. I was going to go. I was booked and it was the only week I've canceled in like a decade, remember? Like, yes, but I, you were legit so sick. sick. Yeah, that, yeah, that does happen every blue moon. Um, well, yeah. I'm glad that we're here. You know why? Because um, yesterday I was dining with my husband at our local diner. That's me. And um, he was watching the television screen behind me, as he often does when there is a television on. It's like a shiny thing that distracts men. They can't seem to not look at the... <laughs> television and he was ignoring me as we were eating our meal and i was uh eating my chicken fajita sounds like there's a lot of contempt in that voice sorry fajita i was eating my fajita and i hear him burp and this thing as i just did as you just did yeah and then a split second later i actually felt the wind of your belch on my cheek on my left cheek and i thought what was that breeze and then i connected the dots in my head and i was like this is mortifying that you ripped one across from me across the table and then blew it but just enough to hit right. my face yeah. I, but i want to make it clear and you huh. acknowledge this that i didn't blow i didn't huh. blow it in your face i didn't go like uh no that's you. that but that's the magical part of this it, it was unintentional that it hit you yeah yeah that's true because i i belched um hmm. uh, i kind of pushed it out <laughs> and then you go did you just burp and i was like yeah and you go, I just felt the wind of it hit my face. <laughs> it was a special moment for us. It was a, it, uh, So in essence, what happened on my face was the collateral damage of your belch. Is that what you're saying? Like, it just, I do it, and then mm-hmm. some people get hurt in the, the shrapnel of your belch. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. That was neat. I mean, I've, I've smelled them before. Like, that's always kind of a neat treat but to be. But that one wasn't about the smell. It was about feeling it. It was just the wind of it, which is interesting, because I've never just felt wind. Of your belt. Yeah. I usually smell it and never feel the force. Your fart scared the dog yesterday. <laughs> Want to talk about that? I don't even remember. What are you talking about? The dog was chilling on the couch <laughs> and you farted. It was a high pitch fart. <laughs> and his head popped up and his ears started up and he was like, what animal outside just made that noise? <laughs> Can I tell you? There, what type of threat is that? There I'm is, not familiar with that. There is no greater joy in my life than startling the dog with a fart. It's pretty fun. Is there anything better than watching him kind of? He'll like, never <laughs> wrap his hat around what's going on. That's the best part. He's always like, "How does that special noise? How did you make that?" That's so crazy. Yeah. It's so much fun to torture the dog, especially now we've been doing the um, the game where Tom and I pretend to attack each other. And then Theo starts barking, panicked, like, what's going on? Are my food source is being threatened? Yep. Are you guys... <laughs> and then he starts licking you. I'm sorry, I barked. I got excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, recent developments today. Huge news. I got the phone call. Remember a month ago, I flew in from Atlanta on December 23rd, the day before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was flying first class like I often do. Oh, um, and Jeezy was sitting next to me, young Jeezy. Mm-hmm. They didn't Jeezy. I think he got arrested again. Did he? I'm pretty sure he got arrested again. He's been arrested a few times in the last um, in the last few months. I think this one... 
I don't want to go out on a limb was and say... Was it stealing some, a nook? Uh, it was not. Um, young Jeezy. Didn't Greasy. Uh, <laughs> I think is a weapons charge or something. He got arrested uh-huh. for beating his son or something, oh, and then he got nice. another one. Yeah, Hitting his son? That was the, the one before. Oh. Well, he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, I just... Didn't Greasy. I just saw him eating his... He had grits in his lap, and he was eating, and I had my nook... Uh, for the flight, and as I got up to leave, I was a little taken with Jesus, mm-hmm. and I left my nook on a plane. Wow. So, uh, two days ago, I get the phone call from Delta. We have your nook. A month later. Can you believe it? Yeah. I'm so excited. I was so excited to get... I was like, this is unreal. Of course, they're like, uh, what's the reference number? And I'm like, two, two, huh? We don't have the record. How long? And you're like, come on, dude. You just called me. Like, you know how you have to yeah. go through the corporate rigmarole right, right. of like, I didn't make the call, so I don't know how to... Like, they can't wrap their brains around shit. Sure. Anyway, I go to LAX today. Of course, some guy's like, I don't see the record. I'm like, just please... Uh, my knee hurts. <laughs> yeah, like, just open the lost and found, bro. Just let me fucking look. So I poke my head in there. And the guy pushes it out of a pile of stuff. And How does he like, confirm it's yours? Does he? Does he or no? Um. Well, my name is on there, like because they, oh, they kind is? of identified it over the phone. They were like, "Could could you describe it?" I'm like, "Oh, it's got the blue cover, mm-hmm. blah blah blah." And uh, so I confirmed it over the phone, and then I showed him my ID yeah, to let him know it was me. Okay. I'm I'm really surprised. I honestly thought I would never see. I that definitely again. thought you would not see it again. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. But it shows you like how backlog that system is you got to call over a month <laughs> after this flight yeah a month and they don't keep records longer than a month in their system so Jesus that was fun Christ. to go in and be like if you ever lose something just keep the reference number just a word of advice well, you handled it well part of it is that you hand professionally mm. would you like to hear how somebody else handles yeah. customer service i'd like to thank you all right here you go Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off. With the code your mom, Y O U R M O M, at bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own 
Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Good morning, Mark. Speaking here, can I help you? I want to make a booking for this assessment bullshit. So I can drive a fucking car on the fucking roads in fucking Victoria so the cops can get up me fucking ass again. Hey! Okay, sir. I'm gonna make a boogie with this fucking bullshit so I can shove the piece of paper up the fucking ass and standing according to us and say I can drive a car safely instead of this bullshit! And stop getting the cunts off me fucking ass! I tell you what, mate, since I've been living up in Croydon, all of our ball I've been is harassed by the dickheads down here at Croydon. What? I think I'm a fucking dickhead! I'll tell you what, it's not me, it's a fucking them! The two fucking eyes are the do shit! I want someone to come in and give me a driving test, please! <laughs> Big road cunt! Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Oi, oi, oi! You know what's so funny about Australians is that even when they're angry, they just sound so adorable because they their little adorable. accent. They are cheerful, <laughs> wonderful people. I'm so angry, love. Oh, I'm angry at these cunts. <laughs> they're just so cute, though. You can't be mad. You're Australian. Hey, fucking cunts. I'd fucking kill you, motherfuckers. He's very fired up. Is this but, how you found your nook? No. Similarly? I was so defeated. I, I had no faith in humanity. You're like, I just... I want my nook, you cunt. Mm. <laughs> What's he fired up about? I'm not sure I understand. He um, is booking something for a driving test or something. Oh. I don't know. Here, let's let him explain more. <laughs> okay, so you're after a driving test, are you, sir? Yes. So I can keep driving on the fucking road in fucking Victoria. Shout out to all our listeners in Victoria. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll show me count the next police car I sneak through until the cunts are getting fucked. Stop harassing me! Stop harassing me, you bastards! Wow. I'll tell you many good reviews are getting fucked too! Cunts! He just threw a cunt out there. I did like that. Some of it is not actually um, intelligible. Yeah. But some of it, like the way he just said, cunt. Yeah, I got that. Did you get cunt or not? I felt it. I felt the wind of that one. Boys, get fucked too. <laughs> cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh. I felt that way yesterday. I was on uh, on hold it with Anthem Blue Cross for a liter- for exactly one hour. One hour of my life. That's such bullshit. Yeah, that is the worst. I did want. She's like, she finally an- they finally answer after an hour. And then uh, I explain my situation. He's like, okay, can I put you back on hold? I'm like, yeah, because I'm used to that. I know what that feels like. Like, they just have no regard for you whatsoever. They don't care. An hour of my life gone waiting on fucking hold. I do wish you could. God damn it. uh, Motherfuckers. After a certain amount on hold, if you're waiting on (sighs) hold, after it surpasses a certain amount of time, um, they should, an automated voice should say, like, you've been waiting for... 45 minutes. We will now grant you the address of this call center. <laughs> so you can either go there and yeah. start shit 
or you can like mail them something, you know, some yeah. hateful letter. Yeah. Well, I think they're... You're speaking to Cindy Markson. She lives at 227. <laughs> you can go to her house, but you fucking bitch. <laughs> the thing is, it's not Cindy's fault. Uh, it's the fact that they don't hire enough people course, to accommodate uh, the call volume. So it's Anthem's fault. But it's fun to take it out on Cindy. The thing is, is that why don't, why don't they do that thing that they do with Delta where they're like, we'll call you back. Like, yeah, sure. Call me back in an hour, dude. Um... Yeah, I know. How about, have you ever said, uh, I've called, I can't remember the place now, but some customer service place where you go, um, hey man, just real quick, if I lose this, can you call me back? And they go, we have, we don't have that They ability. never do. And you're like, yeah. how do you not have the ability to make a phone? Yeah. You're, we're talking on the phone. Uh, I did, the buttons I don't go down that way. I can't push the button I mean, to call you back. Is it four? I have a four. <laughs> what if I press four? Will that get you back? Yeah, how can you not call me back, you liar face? Why does Momstralia and <laughs> the UK Momstralia. so lovingly uh, and openly and liberally use cunt? And we are yeah. like, ooh, you made my cunt hurt when you said cunt. <laughs> <laughs> because cunt, I don't think, has has nothing to do with female genitalia, really. Like, when I lived in Stop England... Stop being a cunt. Yeah, when I lived in England, people say that there's no connotation of a female part. You know, guy, a stupid person is a cunt. You used to call somebody a stupid right. cunt. Stop yeah. being a cunt. Stop being a cunt. Yeah, and, or being a, dummy. a fucking idiot, asshole. Yeah, yeah. it's a dummy. But Americans, you know, you know why? Because Americans have to sexualize everything. They have to make everything about. But it's also sex. It's like the it 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 cuts deeply here, and like people. I remember I worked as an intern. I interned mm. at a big entertainment company when I first came mm. here, and we would read scripts. And they're making huge, multi-million dollar movies, and we're going through the script of a movie one time, and the vice president of this company. Somebody who gets paid a lot of fucking money to do this was like going through, you know, things that we would change in the script. And then she was like, and then I uh, absolutely refuse to have to have the word cunt. It's, it's just I don't like that word. <laughs> so we're switching it to bitch. Hmm. And my whole thing about it was, yeah, I know that it it is it cuts deeply. Right. Or it's offensive here. I guess. But yeah. if you ch- if the writer chooses, it, isn't it to have that impact? In other words, yeah. if you just say bitch, it's not the same impact. That's the whole point. Not the point is that it says that, you know? Yeah. Like they did that with, um, what's it called? N-bomb in uh, Mark Twain. T- they took it out of the Tom Sawyer. Oh, that's right. They edited it. That's so stupid. Recently. I mean, you're like, but I mean, his intention was that. So why would you that away from the author? Right? Yeah, I agree. It's neutering. It's the uh, sanitiz- sanitization, the sanitizing of culture, of language, of a space and time that existed. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, if that's the time that that book was written, it's the character, right? Yeah. They call him, uh, they call him Nigger Jim, right? I don't remember. The point of the story is, that's what happened back then. So to take that out, it's like, well, I guess we're afraid of our own history. People are so afraid. Twain was like... Uh, I'm not sure that's the. That's a. Huh. He's reading from Tom Sawyer. Oh, that's from the book. God damn it! Yeah, I remember. um, Please tell my favorite story ever. What about you and your ex-boyfriend in the UK? Oh my god! (laughs) It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Right. Right. Well, okay. Because, okay, so... We- <laughs> this is 
so fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, so my ex and I go to England and we're hanging out in a pub, meeting strangers in a pub and just drinking, having a good time. And the dudes that we're with are just calling everybody and anybody a cunt. Hey, right? come on, you fucking Yeah, he's a big cunt. Everything's a fucking cunt. You cunt this, These cunt These are local that. guys, obviously. Yeah, they're just like pub dudes, right? Yeah. We're just strangers. You fucking cunt, 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 cunt. And um, so my ex-boyfriend at the time decides he's going to try to chime in on the cunt phenomenon. And there's two English girls with us. And he's like, I forget what the, the intro is, but he's like, right, you fucking cunts. And they were like, um, yeah, that's not how that works. You don't actually call a woman a cunt directly. You usually call a man a cunt. Right. Or, but then they yeah. jump in and they're like, oh, no, that's not, you don't do yeah, it like that. Yeah, they're like, it's not the right way to do that. And he's like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> that, for some reason, the first time you told me that, I couldn't even like put myself together because yeah. it plays. I visually see it. Like, he's like, all right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I keep saying this. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, could you pass me those that beer, you fucking cunt? Right. And right. she's like, excuse me. She's like, that's not and the right like, way. What? Am I not? Is that, is that wrong? <laughs> Did I do that wrong? Yeah, man. Yeah, you yeah. Don't say it like that. It's a difference between uh, nigga and the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little <laughs> bit of a difference between those two culturally. Uh-huh. That's the only thing I can kind of liken it to. Uh-huh. You know, you stupid cunt, stupid cunt. Mm. Then you don't really actually call a woman a cunt. It's not right. It doesn't work that way. Right. It's so funny, yeah. Yeah, a Jefferson County High School teacher has now received the longest suspension <laughs> on record for calling a student the N-word. Get away from the door, nigga. <laughs> and I was just, I repeated, why, why is this word used so frequently? So I just, I just don't understand it. And I'm trying to understand it. I need help. Yes, I, I use nigga. I, I've, I've used it. I admit it. I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. <laughs> that, you know, nigga. Nigga this. Nigga. Nigga, please. Nigga. You know, can you lend a nigga a pencil? <laughs> I remember that one. Oh, my God. That's a good one. I don't think we actually ever played that on the show. Really? I don't think so. It was in such high, huge circulation, we just kind of yeah. didn't, you know. But that that guy is emphasizing your point. There you go. You can say cunt, cunt, cunt to other dudes, but generally yeah, not to not women. to women. They don't really like it so much. They don't like being called dumb cunts. Uh, thank you, cunt. Um, <laughs> what? I don't have a problem with cunt. It doesn't. Um, I want to get fucked up. Cunt. <laughs> I actually have a problem more with pussy. You never liked that. I don't. But, you, yeah, you pointed that out to but me. But it's only because. Pussy, the the um, the meaning is like you're weak, like oh you're such a pussy. But the reality is, vaginas bring life into the world. They're very malleable, like they actually stretch. Yeah, as we learned from Jules, and uh, pussy. And they take a beating. Yeah, the implication being that it's a weak thing. Yeah, to be to have yeah. a pussy, which is so stupid. It's stupid. Me. Yeah, you're Doesn't right. Doesn't make sense because um, people. Uh, really pound pussies. You get your pussy pounded. Yep. You birth children. You bleed out of it. It takes a lot. I mean, how long is that one? 
two and a half minutes to clip. Jesus Christ. Let me play it in full entirely. But if you're, sometimes you can put two in the front and then two in the back and you can be proud of yourself. You can be. Yep. You absolutely can be. So how is that, you know, a weak thing? Stupid. Well. If you're talking about cocks, that's disgusting. You better not be. You better not be, babe. Um, yeah. There's two in there. There's three. You want two dicks in there? Just put it in there. Let's quit debating. Um, <laughs> now, pussy uh, also, but I think what, what they're really trying to say is your pussy means you're a woman. And that's Yes, weak. feminine. That which is feminine is weak. Is which weak. is, you know, I don't know how that, I think we're weaker than dudes physically. Obviously, you could murder me. But dude, we make babies. Yeah. Like, how the fuck are we considered the weaker sex? We're the one creating life. In our wombs, pushing them out, laboring, and we're considered the. How is that? We're fucking gods. I'm Whoa. a god. I can create life, motherfucker. I you hear you. Recognize, you know what I'm saying? Whoa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're farting on Don't all you your think? haters. I'm farting on all you haters. You're farting on all the haters. Yeah, it's so dumb. Society's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders. With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We heard the uh, Chuck Woolery ad together in the car. That was fun. Now I, I like that, that they play his ads back to back for no reason. Like bad breath. He's like, bad, and they love, and they love nothing ruins a moment. Bad, bad breath. And then <laughs> they go straight from there. They go. They make it greasy in there. They're like, oh, you know, oh, fucking didn't greasy. <laughs> you hear them back to back. Bad breath. Yeah, his his. I'll tell you about another product I like. Uh, really works. And you know what really works? <laughs> and uh, the stuff really works. The stuff really works. It really works. <laughs> Ooh, which reminds me. Remember we saw that commercial for HD vision glasses. Oh, yeah. The night vision. That's right. That's a, we have to get that for Jane. We for, do have to get her some night vision HD. They go over your regular glasses. <laughs> mm. Why are those different? Those different... Those are different than the ones that we have in the house currently that we bought at the pharmacy, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Dr. Suzanne Cohen, and I've got some great news <laughs> that's really hard to believe. There's oh. a mouthwash called Smart Mouth. It that's it. It's Smart Mouth. For 12 hours. Mm. Rinse with Smart Mouth in the morning, fresh breath all day. Rinse at night and wake up without bad breath. Hmm. No morning breath. Sounds unbelievable, but it's been clinically proven and independently verified. 12-hour fresh breath. No other mouthwash can do this. Smart Mouth. It's a remarkable invention. I wish they had the Chuck Woolery version. There's no burn, too. Doesn't he say that? There's no burn. No burn, and uh, 
You don't have to deal with all that bad breath you got. How can it how can it kill bacteria in your mouth for twelve hours? It's quite a strong thing, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I looked at our deodorant yesterday. It's like, this lasts for 48 hours. Like, I don't need that to last so long. Save us, Chuck. I can shower. It's okay. Congress person is Texas Democrat (laughs) Sheila Jackson Lee. He's like an ultra conservative, this guy. So weird. Just a little longer than the Great Wall of China. Mm -hmm. Take a look at her track record. In December, she proposed Mm -hmm. we give unemployment benefits to, get this, working Americans. Recently, she proposed we change the word welfare to transitional living fund in order to put welfare in a more positive light. Then she even claimed we had the lowest safety net of any country. Oh, man. Surely, Sheila. You hear the frustration? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, can't, I don't know what Sheila. I'm going to do with this. Fucking broad. Fucking stupid broad. <laughs> She's the one who claimed the Obamacare cancellation notices from insurance companies were all lies. Jesus. Simply stunning. What's wrong with him? Chuck Woolery. Oh like us God. on Facebook at the Save Us Chuck Woolery page. Save us. What? Save Us Chuck Woolery. What is he running for? He's just telling it how it is. That's what... That, that whole idea... I, I don't even like when uh, comics are known as that. Like, tell it how it is, man. Like, that whole fucking... That's like a, a, a way of thinking that people subscribe to. Like, well, he really tells it how it is. Yeah. And that's what the, they're claiming that Chuck Woolery's going to tell you the way it is. Well, Save us, Chuck. But if he's... He's going to call out all that bullshit. But then shouldn't he run? Maybe we should have Chuck Woolery run for all Sure, yeah, we should have him run. No, wouldn't he's, that be great? No, it would not be, be great. Be back in two and two. It would not be great. He's, uh, he's out of his fucking mind. Um, the the whole here's the the hypocrisy behind telling it like it is is they're more full of shit than anybody when they tell you how it is because yeah. they're telling you they're putting their spin on it. In other words, all they're doing is taking down the other side like every politician does, but they're full of shit themselves. Of course, it's all it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, believe anything that Chuck Woolery told it's you. All bullshit except for Australian Dream. You know, it really works. Yeah, it's all fucking bullshit. It's like that war documentary we watched. What did we watch? What was it called? We watched Dirty Wars. Yeah, I mean, you know, we are the world's imperial oppressors and stuff. And it's kind stuff. kind of our role to dominate the world. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. There's really no way to sugarcoat that. That's what you took out of this? Kind of. I mean, I forgot what my point was with that. Yeah, I was waiting for it. What is your mm. point? I think that, uh, oh, right. I mean, you know, we can say that we're doing stuff like we're going to re-educate and we're going to integrate and we're going to um, win hearts and minds and we're going to teach them to be civilized. But it's not really the point. We're going in there just to, like, stake our claim and control the world. But I'm saying the propaganda machine will tell you otherwise. Oh, yeah, of like, course. Well, we're doing this to liberate. This is to liberate. The Taliban's bad. And you're like, mm, I don't know about that. You don't know if the Taliban's bad? I know the Taliban's bad, but there's a lot of bad governments that we don't give a fuck about. So why do we give a fuck about just this one region, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. All right. I, I can't. I can't do it. I'm hungry. I need a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> you look like you're going to tap out. Like I'm tired. I'm hungry. I saw I my shrink you. today. A little, you know, fired up. Um... But Dirty Wars is an excellent documentary. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's fucked up, you know. 
You don't think it's a good documentary? No, it's a good documentary. I just feel like, I think I said this as we were watching it, I feel like people that, look, I'm I'm as patriotic, I'm I'm fucking straight up American all the way, and I feel like these guys that are like, oh, we do bad things, like, yeah, well, no shit, America does bad things. That's how we're number one. We do bad shit to people. Unfortunately, it happens. Yeah. That's how you get to live in a country uh, that's so wealthy and powerful, because we do do bad shit to other people sometimes. Mm. It's better us than fucking... Some other culture, right? Better us than the Chinese. Yeah, that's my opinion. Anyway, I don't know. Well, I who see what who you're else saying. would you have run the the world if not no, America? I, I see what you're saying. I think, but what, what one of the points of the documentary though is is that it it's it's there to open your eyes to things. In other words, hmm. there's a lot of people who don't know what certain certain practices that go on, hmm. and the film is showing you that it. Basically, it's better that you at least know about these things happening than pretend that this stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, I feel so like, but I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, there's a lot. I mean, there's basically um, maybe people probably don't know that this administration is um, one of the most um, uh, forward in their uh, idea of taking away restrictions yeah, to yeah. our military, basically granting them permission to go. This JSOC uh, department is going like wherever they want, taking out whomever they want. And they're also just creating this list of people that need to die to, yeah. keep, to keep them doing this. So I think the film is is more about like, well, here's a reality that you don't know about, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And like if you're comfortable with it, that's that's up that's everybody's decision. But it's um it's almost better to know, like, hey, yeah, they did go in and just Murder people. Yeah, murder these um, pregnant women and um and Which we've families. always done. It looks at like Vietnam, we killed pregnant women. We killed women and children, and it just happens. It just happens? Yeah, it's part okay. of war. You're going to kill, you're going to fucking bomb people that don't need to be bombed. I'm not saying it's right. I'm yeah. just saying it is. And that whole, uh, yeah, but I think that JSOC and all these secret stuff, it exists because this war is different than any other war. This war is a war of secrecy. It is something that it's not, the enemy is not apparent all the time. So that's why I think, I mean, I'm not saying it's fantastic Yeah, that they do this, the government. The government's always done fucked up shit, though. I feel like we yeah. know we've done fucked We've always been spying on our citizens and... The unfucked up shit. Yeah, but again, I mean, the whole point is like the more you know about it, the better. It's terrifying. The more scary it is. Right, but I mean, <laughs> why is it scary? Because it's not. You, it's not it's a good truth. thing. Yeah, it's the it's truth. And it's, it's a horrible thing. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. terrifying. I mean, it's a. I think it's an important movie to watch. Yeah, it's a. Good, I think it's, it's. It's a comedy. I it's mean, an it's an eye-opening like, movie. It's an eye-opening hysterical movie. Yeah, it like is. Like Camp 14. Yeah, we watched that the other night, too, and that was more just like a, a laugh. That's like, ah. more straight-up hilarious. That's um, Camp 14 Total Control Zone, um, which uh, documents the only person to ever escape from Camp 14 in North Korea, labor camp, and it also has some of the former guards. Who are... <laughs> who are very funny also. Who are swell people, uh, one of whom has... Zero remorse for stuff that he did to torture, kill, kill, rape, rape. Yeah. a lot of rape. I mean, he he kind of like he laughs a couple times, fondly recalls As the rapes. Yeah, he laughs and then he like <laughs> it's like, is that a funny part? I don't know. Like he doesn't know whether it's okay to laugh. Then mm. he's like, ah. and he looks around the room and he's like, mm-hmm. straightens up. Yeah, we would just uh, pick the girl we wanted, we'd bring her home, 
And then if she got pregnant, we would make something up and just kill her. Yeah. And then he was like, It's <laughs> uh, <sighs> one of those days uh, back at the camp. Just raping uh, bitches. No, I know it was bad. He's like, I, it was not. It was bad. It was very bad. Did he? I don't even know if he said that. No, he did the, when they're like, does your kid know? He was like, I'll tell him. I'll tell him one day. He goes, he goes, <laughs> does your kid know? He's like, well, I mean, my kid's in uh, grade that. school. But when he's in middle school, he's old enough to know. Yeah. So middle school, I'm assuming, is what, seventh grade? 11, yeah. 12? Is Sixth, that... seventh, eighth grade, yeah. So that's when you find out your dad is a rapist, murderer, guardsman. And like, not like there was this hmm. one bad night where I did this one thing. <laughs> All right. Here's what I did for years. Just for a paycheck. Just kind of, well, oh, because they were forcing you to? No, I just wanted to. It's fun. It's like, I mean, I... You had uh, to kill? I mean, it was encouraged. They were like, it's How about a good the one thing. guy goes, this, this movie's fucked up. You guys have to... What, the one guy goes, um, sometimes if I was like with a group of guys, I'd be like, I'd tell, pull one of them aside and I would be like, you need to kill one of these other guys or I'm going to kill all of you. Mm. He said that to a prisoner. So then that prisoner would jump another prisoner and beat him to death and he'd be like, you know, then that way I don't have to get my hands dirty. Smart. But I mean, it makes sense. Come on. Like, is not the way you should do it. Uh, kind of like that prison guy that was like, I get him to grease his own asshole so that yep. when the guards come around and go, oh, you're right. I'll be like, no. It's an old. Finger fucked himself. It's an old guys. convict prison trick. I <laughs> uh, give him the grease and then he, he, uh, to like fuck himself. Mm-hmm. And then um, later on when I. When the guard comes, he's my boy. I've been fucking him. There you go. It's something like that. I think. <laughs> I don't think I said it <laughs> as tastefully as he put it. Hmm. But it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Just put your finger with this grease in your butt. Into your dog parts. Into your butthole. That anus is relaxed here, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, there's this one thing that came in. It's been sent to us a few times, and it's really... Oh, this is the guy. I give him the grease. Here we go. And uh, I tell him to put some on his finger. Finger. Stick it in his ass, and, and you know what I'm saying, kind of like fuck yourself. Mm. So loosen yourself up. Yeah. Mm. Um. I mean, but that is the, the right way to do it, because then when the guards come around and be like, you raped this guy, he's like, no. Nope, I've been guy- fucking him. This guy fucks himself with his finger. He, he wanted me to do it. He's got yep. grease under his nails. See how much he loves it? Yep. That's what the guards do. This came in. Um, it is, you laughed hysterically at this. Mm-hmm. I did as well. Um, about this guy in New York who is a boxer and he teaches. Oh my God, I love him. He's a boxing coach now at like kind of an upscale boxing uh, club. And basically... He's a really good boxer, um, like professional, and he got injured, which he addresses in this video. Uh, but now he coaches, and it's like all Wall Street guys. And he's—I'll let him tell you exactly oh, so what he good. thinks of them. I love this Let's guy. Let's see what he—we can get him to play. We mind my business and leave me yours alone. We talking about me. Your job is all the camera, motherfucker. All right, that was not clear. No. Mm. Crime. We minding my business and leave me yours alone. We talking about me. Your job is over the camera, motherfucker. I 
Um, Eric Kelly, born in Titusville, Florida, raised in Brooklyn, New York. Fuck out my way. That's him <laughs> walking by people. At, Fuck out my way is what he says to people <laughs> at the gym. Yeah. It's his gym. Time national amateur boxing champ. That's a hook we taught. Two-time New York City Golden Glove champ. I can't believe you're still on this side of the dirt. <laughs> I really can't. 2000 Olympic team alternate. Where you get the old-ass Top Gun haircut from? Two-time ranked number one in the USA. Why you poking your ass out like that? You know you want somebody to get behind you? Also ranked number four in the world. As long as you've been coming here, you don't know how to slip and go to the body? Dumb motherfucker, boy. I had a pretty successful amateur career. Eric Kelly, clearly the hungrier fighter. However, I got injured in a street altercation. My left eye got hit, pulled stick and whatnot. So that gave me a floater in the nerves and the muscle in my eyelid. It's super sad. Like when you see him, his left eye is clearly mm. like really damaged. You know, yeah. he can't control the eyelid. And I, I don't think he can even control the eyeball necessarily completely. Um, so that obviously ended his competitive career, but he still talks mad shit to everybody. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Very weak. However, I'm still doing something I love, boxing, training people, even though I'm training a bunch of fucking nerds, Wall Street guys, <laughs> no coordination. <laughs> They're just not athletic people. Calling somebody a nerd <laughs> still makes me laugh. They're a bunch They're of fucking, fucking nerds. nerds. That is so uh, hilarious to me. Yeah. Why is calling somebody a nerd it's so, so funny? funny? And he's right. Like this guy is like straight up. He's a real deal. He's, and he's a real like, deal. He's I'm legit, man. Training pussies. Yeah. Excuse my and, wording. And he's really sick of it. He's like, sucks, man. Well, because they are kind of like this guy. I'm assuming has had like the hard knocks training. Like yeah. he, he came up from the fucking ground these up. Guys yeah. are, these guys are going like this, like yeah. hitting the bag, like yeah. all goofy and shit. And I've got a real workout going. I'm breaking a sweat. He's like, man. He's like, you fucking bitches. Bitches. A bunch of fucking nerds, Wall Street guys, no coordination. They're just not athletic people. They got me here with that. Look, look at this motherfucker right here on the back. Look, look, look at this motherfucker here on the back. Look, look at the uppercut. Look at the uppercut. Look at the uppercut. Look at the uppercut. He's making fun of his students. Of like, course. It's so rare, though. Like, when you go to play, like, you sign up, you pay, and you're like, how am I doing? And someone would be like, you suck. So great. Can I tell you, this is how I feel about, I feel about um, comedians that don't do the road and don't fight and stuff. Oh, you're upset because I moved the microphone? God, you make so much noise when you do that. You know, you're like, it's like you bang it like a, like a toddler. Like, you hit your toys against the fucking thing to you make noise. Do you want to edit it out? You can cut it out. No, nah, I'll just let the register kind of hit people's eardrums and let it happen. <laughs> Point is, uh, this reminds me of how I feel about comics. Like, there are some comedians that never go do battle in the on the road because it's a battle. You're fighting wars every night. You're going out there. You're dealing with hecklers, with scum fucks, screw heads, hookers, all the animals come out at night, right? Yeah, real rain comes. Someday, real rain will wash the scum off the streets. It's true. And that's what you're dealing with. And then there's other fuckers who just, I just gotta stay in LA and do my safe little uh, indie rooms. Yeah. I just stay where it's safe and I don't have to fucking deal with the public. With real life. With the real life. That's what this guy's like. You don't have to deal with that, real fucking shit, man. Right. And yeah. those are fucking nerds, in my opinion. That's true. This guy's like, look, I deal with real shit. That's very true. You want true. some real shit? I got real shit right real here. Real fucking shit, man. You know what I'm saying? This this is real shit in the comedy clubs. You know what I'm saying? Hey. 
Right. Real shit. That's real shit. Yeah. That you, yeah. that you know what? You're not a fucking nerd. That's right. Because you deal with some real shit. That's right. Here we go. Back to Eric Kelly, the great boxing teacher. <laughs> well, look, uppercut like this. Hey, hey, do your uppercut again. Do your uppercut again. It's terrible. Like the worst thing in the world. Jesus. Double jab, right uppercut, left hook, right hand. Double jab, right uppercut, left hook, right hand. Do it. Go home. A lot of these cats, I wish they'd just forget the address to the gym. You know, everything is not for everybody. You don't see me going to motherfucking Wall Street. Picking up a fucking briefcase trying to type, do you? Trying to type. That's not what the fuck I do. I beat the fuck out of people, you know what I mean? Right. I ain't got these pieces of shit want to come here and feel like men at the end of the day. Oh, I did something. I put, I punched the bug. Yeah, you're a fucking wuss. You know, you couldn't last a day in my shoes. That is my favorite whole like exchange. That's, that's, that's the, the best. best rant I've ever heard in my life. He's, he's 100% accurate. That's why you stay the fuck <laughs> he out said, of You don't see me. Wall Street, yeah. Grabbing a briefcase, going to Wall Street, and trying to type. Yeah, like they're just typing. That's. I mean, isn't that isn't that the key to life though? Is figuring These out what you're good at, shit. right? But isn't that life maximizing what you're great of at? Course. And fuck what you're. Don't even do the shit that you're not good at. Of Forget course. about it. Don't yeah. even try. Why you got this shit all there? How the fuck you gonna boil your fist? You got this shit all there doing your fucking knuckles, you dumb shit. You wrap the knuckle, but you don't come all the way up to the middle of the finger. Somebody had to show you how to put on your socks? You look like all the nerds just had a convention on your body. Like all the nerds of the world that say, you know what? I know where to go. And they chose your punk ass. Motherfuckers beat you up as a kid and they still do today. You're a grown ass man. I bet you got, I bet, I bet somebody get you a wedgie on your way here. <laughs> I bet you fought thread come out. Like I said, it's just not built for it. Everything ain't for everybody. See, they cut from different cloths. Some people is cut from leather. Like, you take a person of my caliber, I'm cut from leather, I'm cut from suede. You know what I mean? I ride the bullet. That's what I do. I feel like that's me, too. Mm. I'm going to start saying that more. I cut from suede. I'm going to start saying I ride the bullet more. Cut from leather. Yo, what's up? That was like the Sopranos last night. Oh, I'm sorry. I that I you. No, go ahead. I ride the bullet. Remember the Sopranos, uh, which is not Polly Walnuts, was talking to Johnny Sachs. And Johnny Sachs is like, keep your dick up. That's yeah. <laughs> the best fucking line I've keep ever Keep your heard. dick up. <laughs> you keep your dick up, son. Yeah. Yep. Body locks. What's going on, body locks? Look at that motherfucker here. That motherfucker here about five different colors. Count the different colors in his head. It's like every earth tone in the color matrix. <laughs> Young ass shorts from like 1972 NBA Eastern Conference Final shorts. Hell no, nah, you can't even do this, much less dance. Hey, it's a job, you know what I mean? And especially in America, you having a job is a blessing, and doing something you love is a blessing. Even if the people are miscreants. See. But, you know, that's how it goes. I mean, I got a few people that I love. And the staff is great. I couldn't ask for a better staff. If I couldn't ask for a better job, they make this worthwhile. It's just that some majority, most, practically all these motherfuckers here suck. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's saying the same shit I'm saying about being a comic. 
yep. the trenches, the scum fucks, and then but you love what you do and you keep fighting the fight, right? It is, I guess, kind of true. I was kind of like, I was like, I don't know if I agree. If you're not good, you shouldn't do it. But then uh, with stand up, well, the thing is, after a while, you want to go. How long have you been doing it? You yeah. should stop doing this because you doing, suck, man. Yeah. yeah, do do what you're great at and fuck what you're not. Just don't even touch it. Why why are you swim, swimming upstream with something? Like for me, I'm never going to be a ballerina. I have no coordination. I can't dance for shit. So I'm never even going to touch that, right, son? Yeah. But I mean, if you wanted to give it a shot, it's fine to give it a shot. Yeah. You should try it if you want to. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work out, if you're not good at it, then you should quit. Or like me doing martial arts. That's a fucking nightmare disaster. I I remember I took a... <laughs> I thought I should try karate like in my like 32 well, I was 31 or 32 years old. And I remember the little kids in the class after me were watching and pointing and laughing at me at how disastrous I was at karate. Karate. So I don't, karate. T- I don't fucks with it no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't fucks with it. You know what I fucks with? What? I fucks with walking because I can do that pretty good. Yeah. I fucks with a light jog every now and then. Mm-hmm. I fucks with maybe a cardio bar class every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I can fucks with. That's what's up. Bicycle riding. I ride a bike every now and then. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. You feel good about that? Yeah, dude. That's all I got to do. Yeah. That's that's my level. That's okay. It's about being honest with your level, too. Yeah, dude. Um, so it's... Um, what? It's, I'm trying to tell people that if you want to see that video, look up Eric Kelly. E-R-I-C. Kelly, the boxer, um, you can see him talk mad shit to people to their face. It's fucking hilarious. So funny, dude. Very funny. Um, we're going to try to get my cousin Jeanette to do our next episode. Oh, it's happening. We're inviting her over tonight. For dinner. We're getting her drunk as a skunk, and we're going to put her on this mic, because you got to hear this broad talk. Yeah, she is great. She's all personality. Uh Definitely one of the most, <laughs> I think one of the most entertaining. Uh, yeah. Not, she's not a Segura, but she's a, a cousin. So Yeah, she's a first cousin. First yeah. cousin. Our mothers, our mothers are sisters. So Charo is sisters with Blanca. Damn it, Blanca. Shit, Blanca. <laughs> ah, shit, Blanca. Shit, Blanca. <laughs> I love that couple, man. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Hopefully we'll have that for you on... Uh, on Friday. There's no such thing as Wednesday. That's right. It's for Friday. I'm starving, Jeans. All right. We what love you. Gonna you. Feed me? Um, we'll see. We're going to we'll get you something right now. Um, you need to feed me. You know what? Feed me. <laughs> feed me. <laughs> uh, we love you. We'll be love back in jeans. a couple of days. Your mom's house podcast.com. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, very soon you'll have. I can't wait to show you guys the new shirts. There's a new <laughs> shirt. It's going to make your pee pee stand straight up and down. It's exciting. All right. We love you. Love you, Jeans. We're out of here. Bye, Jeans. What's up, Sherry?